right, we're back. Episode 14. Welcome to the Value Vault, guys. For those of you new to the episode, I want to just extend my love and gratitude for, for choosing this episode. This episode, this podcast, my material. Just spending time out your day to listen to this, whatever it is that you were doing. I know that I'm getting a lot of people sharing sharing it on the socials. And for those of you who are returning yet again, I just love you so much. I'm so grateful for you and choosing to share this, speak about this to people, ask me questions about it. And yeah, just digest it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's powerful because to think that when I first started out that when I even first started out on the whole journey of engaging in personal development to better myself, to think that I would then eventually have something whereby people are also listening into that, it's pretty surreal. Um, I'm just, I really am just full of gratitude for it. So if you are new, welcome. Um, if you're returning, if you're one of the OGs, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. Now, it's sort of what I want to try and speak about today as well. When I'm talking about when my whole journey of starting on personal development underwent, when I underwent that journey, it's sort of tying in with the message which I want to try and deliver a dear. And it comes from reading Robin Sharma's book, The Five, the Five AM Club. If you haven't read that book, please get that book. And if you do buy the book, The Five AM Club, share it on your story and tag me in it because it's going to fill me up with so much gratitude knowing that you are actually reading that material. Yeah, it comes from reading that book and it dawned on me something which he spoke about within it. And it was particularly about passion. And I just thought it was so true what he was speaking about within it. And it was all about pain and it was about choosing your pain. Well, that's not what he was talking about, but that's what I just started to go off on my head and really think about. And on the topic of pain, it's that I think because as human beings, I think by default, we're hardwired to avoid pain. You know, the brain's primary job, like I was talking about on the last episode, a little bit about the responsibility and the function of the brain. Its primary responsibility is to keep us safe. And in that, it's trying to avoid pain. But it's a bit of a paradox when it comes to areas in life where it isn't physical pain. It could it could very well be physical pain through physical growth, going to the gym um, or exercising. But it could also be emotional pain, spiritual pain, psychological pain, mental pain you know, in those areas as well. And if we think about the brain's responsibility is to keep us safe, that's why growth can be so hard and we're met with so much resistance because it's going against the responsibility of the brain. And he talks about it in the book, The 5am Club, a little bit, where it's about, you know, the spiritual side of ourselves is always for growth. It's always for expansion. It's always to be expressed that, you know, that's why we want things. Because that there on a spiritual level is the spirit within us, the spirit within you expressing itself. So whenever there's something inside of you that you really want and you get that buzzed feeling, that's your spirit dying to be expressed. But it's a paradox because the spiritual side of us is always for expansion. It always wants to evolve and create an experience, right? And expand itself. However, we have a part of the brain known as the limbic system, the limbic part of the brain that's designed to protect and it doesn't like to expand. It doesn't like to enter the unknown, which if we want to be, do, and have something we've never been, done, or had, then we've got to do things unknown to us. We've got to step into the unknown. We've got to enter the, the arena of the unknown. 
but that is the only place and the only way that we are actually able to experience a side of ourselves or experience a version of life that we've never came to experience before. And that's why it can be a paradox and a battle and really a tough, grueling battle, by the way. That's explaining, that's me sharing the elephant in the room, you know, growth and going after the life that you want and becoming the person who you desire to become deep down, who you're often reminded of on a day-to-day basis when you aren't being that person, you know, to go after those things. It's beautiful, but it's also terrifying. It's also extremely uncomfortable. And the reason why is because on one side of the balance equation, we've got our spirit, which is always to be expressed. It always wants to expand. It always wants to experience more from ourself and from our life. And then on the other end of the scale, we've got the part of the brain, which is designed to keep us safe and keep us protected. And what the spirit wants jeopardizes, according to the limbic part of the brain, it jeopardizes our safety because it means that we've got to leave the familiar We've got to leave the known environment that we've been in for so long in order to experience something we've never had. Because to have something we've never had, we've got to do things we've never done, which means we've got to enter the unknown. And, you know, and whenever it's starting a new habit, whenever it's starting a new way of thinking, or whenever it's, you know, it's doing that new thing, if you've never done it before, right, you have to be in the unknown in order to learn how to do it. You've got to put yourself in a situation and in a scenario and an environment whereby you are clueless on what you were doing. Think about driving a car for the first time, right? Easiest analogy that I could probably give, right? On one side, your spirit, that's thinking about the freedoms that having your own car can actually bring. The ability to travel, the ability to go on road trips, the location freedom, and the accessibility that it actually unlocks for you in places that you can go. You're not, you're not really restricted to the degree that you were when you couldn't drive, right? That's your spiritual side of yourself. That gets excited over the idea of those things. That's why you are excited when it comes to learning how to drive. But then you got to get behind in the wheel of the car and the limbic part of the brain is like, shit, <laughs> doubts, stress, anxiety, overwhelm. Just everything is just kicking off because the alarm bells are just ringing and the brain's like, what are you doing right now? Why are you here? Why are you putting yourself in here? That's the best analogy that I could probably give because your spiritual self wants to be able to drive because it knows the freedoms and the possibilities that it can bring, the lifestyle that it can create. And then your limbic part of the brain, which is designed to keep you safe, is freaking out. Like, why are you doing this? That same process is the exact same process internally that happens whenever it comes to going after your desires, whenever it comes from following your spiritual expression, your spiritual desires. That's why it can be a battle. Now, in the 5DM club, he talks, Robin Sharma, he talks about, um, he talks about passion and how we all should have a passion in our life. And I think it can be easy to fall down the trap and think that there's a timeline in which we've got to find that. Um, and I think what I'm coming to learn is that it will find you when you're ready for it. Whatever you were going through right now, you have to go through so that it can introduce you to the version of yourself that you needed to be introduced to, to go to the next level of your life, you know, to introduce you to that next chapter, that next season. So I really do believe that your passions will find you, but it doesn't find you just by sitting around and doing nothing. It comes from actually stepping out into the arena of life, putting on your shields, entering the Coliseum, 
and really start to step forward, step through fear, step through adversity, embrace it and understand you will experience, but understand that you can't actually avoid it. You can't actually avoid it because the word passion, you know, the, the Latin root of the word passion, it means to suffer. That is, it's a word that's derived from the Latin language and it literally means to suffer. Now, the reason why I feel like that's very important and why I mentioned that P and it's unavoidable is because if we aren't consciously going about and choosing our pain and choosing our suffering, if we aren't going about consciously going about our life and we are choosing, I want to choose this pain, choosing to go to the gym, choosing to go on the diet, choosing to start the business, choosing to you know, whatever it is, let's use the gym for an example. You know, you want to experience some physical pain. There's going to be growth. You're going to ache, right? You could literally encounter a physical injury. That is an experience whereby you are choosing pain. You know the reward. You are choosing your goal and you are embracing and you are choosing in that moment pain. Life hasn't just given you it randomly and dropped it on you. You have actually chosen that pain. I know that if I want to grow my muscles, I know that if I want to expand and evolve physically, that's going to incur pain. But I'm choosing that pain. Life isn't just handing that pain on my lap and then me just unconsciously feeling like I'm suffering. I'm choosing that pain. I know if I go to the gym and I wake up the next morning and I'm aching, I've chosen it. And I think it's a paradox because and we're hardwired to do it. So I understand why we do it because the limbic part of the brain wants to keep us safe. But often we'll not do a certain thing out with avoidance of the pain, but we don't understand. We're not avoiding the pain. We're just delaying the pain. That's all we're doing. And nine times out of 10, the pain that we feel is the pain of regret. Or it will be the pain of a financial burden or the pain of actually losing somebody, or the pain of, of whatever it is. It could be a physical pain. You know, we could incur health issues. You know, like whatever it is, by not choosing your pain, by not choosing your passion, by not choosing that North Star and that goal for you to actively work towards, life is going to choose the pain for you. And that is when life can really get painful. That's when life can get ugly. And every time that I found myself sort of drifting off a little bit, drifting off on the path, which it's it's a journey. I'm I'm all for it. But every time I find myself drifting off my path, every time I experience pain or experience suffering, that's me not choosing that. In a way, I am because by not doing a thing is me choosing to do a thing. But I mean in the sense of the pain that I'd be feeling, whether it be the doubt, the failure, the anxiety, the stress, the depression, whatever it is, life has sort of given that to me because I haven't made the transaction. And because I haven't chose my own pain, life has decided to choose it for me. So I have essentially chosen it because I have made a decision to not do a certain thing, which then means something will then happen as a consequence of not choosing the thing. However, I do feel like there's a lot more empowerment and there's a lot more power that comes in choosing your pain, choosing to go to the gym, choosing to go on the diet, choosing to miss nights out, 
choosing to have the difficult conversation, choosing to invest that money, choosing to hand in that CV or choosing to have that conversation with your boss about the certain circumstance and work or you potentially elevating in your job or in your career. You know, when you choose to do those things, you will experience a form of pain, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, financial, emotional pain. You will likely experience pain as a result of that. But on the other side of that pain is, ple is pleasure. On the other side of that pain is progress. So if you think about a balanced equation, on the side of the equation, which comes power and empowerment, you choose the pain up front, which is doing the difficult thing, whether that be the gym, diet, conversation, starting the business, investing the money, whatever it is, you choosing to do the difficult thing, the painful thing at the beginning, means eventually if you stick with it and you persist, you learn, you evolve, you overcome and adapt, right? You grow, but then eventually you will then be met with the reward of the pleasure of that, of enduring that pain, you will then get to experience the pleasure of choosing to endure the pain of going on a diet and going to the gym. You will then experience the pleasure of having a good body, of being healthy, of choosing to endure the pain of having a difficult conversation with your partner. You will then experience the pleasure of having a prosperous relationship, of choosing to endure the pain of investing the money into the business and potentially losing money and making yourself look like an idiot and falling down on your ass 10 times, but getting up 11, right? You will then be met with the pleasure eventually when you learn and evolve and persist, you will then be met with the pleasure of the freedoms of having your own successful business. You know, so the equation, the first half of it, the empowering side of it, the part where the power really comes in, you choosing to go down the path and you choosing your own pain, knowing there's a consequence of you taking action, there's a consequence of you doing that thing, but you're doing it because of the reward that it can bring. That's power. If you're experiencing pain and suffering in your life, but it comes as a consequence of you going after your North Star, that is power. That's one thing that I really want you to understand right now. If you are on the journey of growth, of evolution, of really breaking the chain in your family, going against societal norms and being the one in your family to come along and decide that enough's enough, I'm going to change. I'm going to make our future different. If you're the one and you're experiencing the pain and the suffering that comes out of making that decision, right? There's power in that. There's an incredible amount of power in that. And I've got the utmost respect for you doing that because it is challenging. It will be dark. And it might be dark for you right now. You might be swarmed by doubts and fears and insecurities and anxiety and overwhelm and feeling lost at times. And you're really questioning what you were doing. You might be feeling that right now. Or you might have experienced it. And if you haven't yet, Prepare for it because you will. But there's power in that. There's extreme power in that. But you have to go through those emotions. You have to go through those laws because the person that you were going to be introduced to, the next level version of yourself that's going to get tapped into, that's required to pull you through what you were going through, to get you to that next level of your life. That's why you were going through what you were going through right now because it's to meet you. It's to have you meet the next level version of yourself. God will only put you through things with purpose and intention. It's so that you can learn the lesson. It's so that you can be guided and introduced to the next level version of yourself that's required to not only unlock the next level of your life, but sustain it. Because the person who you are right now is not compatible with the next level of your life. It isn't. 
Einstein said, you can't fix the same problem with the same level of consciousness that created it. Einstein said that. If we want to create a different experience, if we want to overcome a problem, then we've got to tap into the next level version of ourselves on a conscious level. We've got to start tapping into the, to the inner mastery that we have within us that's dying to be released and expressed through action. But the only way that can be introduced to that person is by enduring the pain, enduring the suffering, enduring the discomfort, and choosing to learn the lessons in that and not allow those experiences to stop you from moving forward because they aren't designed and they aren't there to be your downfall. That's not what they're there for. They aren't meant to stop you. They are meant to inspire and uplift and help you evolve. So that's the first part of the creation where you're choosing the pain for the reward. So whatever you were going through right now, if you are on that first half of the equation where you've got a goal, you've got an objective and you're going for it and you're experiencing a little bit of pain now, whether it be physically, mentally, financially, spiritually, in your relationships, whatever it is, if you are experiencing that right now, don't worry, buckle in, it's power. And if you learn the lessons, if you stop repeating the same old thing, if you start to observe and become inquisitive, like what am I actually doing here? What, what's the lesson that I can learn from this? And there might not actually be a lesson. Not everything is a lesson. You might just be going through some shit, but you're going through some shit to develop and cultivate the courage and the strength and the armor needed for you to go to the next level. Because you're not going to develop bravery and strength by being in a, in a field full of butterflies and rainbows and flowers. You're not going to develop any strength in that. It's by being in the hardship, going through the fire and cultivating that inner power within you required to get you to the next level. You know, it's said that in the, um, I know it's like the samurais and stuff. They always said that with, with that analogy of the, of being in, being in the fields with rainbows and sunshines, it reminds me of the analogy from the samurais and it's that it's far better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So it's far better to be a warrior, to have the ability to be dangerous, to have the ability to be something which can only be described as pure power. It's far better to have that ability and potential within you and be in those fields of rainbows and sunshines, being in the highs in life, knowing that you have the ability to endure the laws than what it is to be soft and weak on the inside and going through the hardship. So whatever you were going through right now, it has to happen. Please understand it has to happen, but there's power because you're choosing that pain. On the other end of the scale, if you aren't going after the North Star, if you aren't going after what you want, but you're experiencing pain right now and suffering right now, life is giving you that because you aren't choosing it. And there's no power in that. It's disempowering. You feel weak. You feel useless. You feel vulnerable. You feel like you've got no power within you. And the reason why is because life is just giving you the pain. Yet again, though, life is giving it because it's trying to nudge you to tap into the power within yourself to relinquish yourself of what you're going through, to elevate above your current circumstances, to start tapping into it. That's why you're going through that. So the balanced equation is this. If you're experiencing the pain right now, but you're not going after an all-star, I can guarantee you it's because you're choosing the pleasure first. You're putting off the pain. 
right? You're delaying the pain. You think by not having the conversation, by not going to the gym or starting the diet or investing the money, starting the business, having the conversation with your boss, you think by not doing those things, you're avoiding pain. You're not, you're just delaying it. And life's going to give you the pain in ways in which you aren't aware of in ways in which are going to be 10 times more painful because you're choosing the pleasure first. You're getting the equation and the transaction mixed up. It's a paradox. You think, I can guarantee you right now, because I used to be stuck in this mentality, and there's sometimes where I'll get caught in it. You try and avoid the pain of doing the thing, thinking that you can actually completely avoid the pain. Because the pain and the discomfort of doing a thing is too much. You're trying to push it away. Then you'll distract yourself with the pleasure. You'll go for the Netflix. You'll watch the porn. You'll eat the food. You'll overindulge, right? You'll play the Xbox. You'll go out drinking consistently. You'll do those things at the beginning out of avoidance of the pain and the discomfort of doing the thing. But then in turn, you've just delayed it. You've pushed it away. You haven't got rid of the pain. That's not what you've done. You've just stick a first class sticker on put it in an envelope, put it in a post box, and eventually life's going to ship it back to you and it's going to bite you in the arse and it's going to hit you in your head. And depending on depending on the size of the pain and the discomfort that you're avoiding doing, that depends how, how hard it's going to come back. So if you're really going through the lows right now, if you're really down in the dumps, I can probably guarantee it's because there's something major that you're avoiding doing. Or it might not even be major at all, but it might just be something which you've consistently put off so that eventually the size of the thing, the energy of it has grew bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it's coming back and it's hitting you. And then what you're doing, instead of doing the thing, enduring the discomfort of doing the thing, then eradicate and that you then decide to then push it back even further, smoke the joint, smoke the cigarette, grab the bottle, avoid the thing, watch Netflix, play on the Xbox, whatever it is, you'll then choose to do that thing to relieve yourself of doing the pain. So you can either relieve the pain and the suffering through pleasure, or you can alleviate it by doing the thing, enduring the discomfort, and then eradicating it permanently. So that's a paradox in life. You either choose the pain first, then experience the pleasure, which is the goal, it's the reward, which ultimately means that if you want to go on a reward, you're going to have to ex experience pain and potentially a loss of social esteem and being misunderstood by your friends and family and people who you're loved by, people who just don't get it. You choosing to go after the goal ultimately and inevitably means that you'll have to experience pain and suffering to some degree, right? But then by choosing to endure the pain, you'll then get the reward. That's option number one. Option number two, which, by the way, option number one is what less than 5% of society will do, which is why less than 5% of society live the dream life. Option number two is you can do what the masses do, which is 95% of society, which is not have a reward, not have the goal and the North Star. You then choose the pleasure up front, which comes in the form of artificial pleasure, which is either porn, uh, compulsive sex, um, avoiding the conversations, binge eating takeaways, binge watching Netflix, binge, you know, playing Xbox or PlayStation and those things and choosing to have those things up front, the pleasure up front, which then means you then delay in the pain and eventually over time you'll be smacked with pain. So those are your two routes. Option number one, you choose to endure the pain, you choose your pain, then experience the pleasure. 
or life gives you, or you choose your pleasure, then life gives you pain. So choose your pain. Choose your hard. Because either way, you're going to experience it. And by operating with the mentality, which I understand, I understand because sometimes I operate with that mentality. There's sometimes where I'll dip into that. And I that it's just the way that I used to live and operate. But understand that it is an illusion thinking that you're avoiding the pain. You're not. By you not doing a thing, please understand, brother. Please understand, sister. You're not avoiding the pain. You're just delaying it. And you know you're delaying it. You know it. You know that you're experiencing pain by not doing the thing. You know that there's pain involved in that because you've felt it for a while, haven't you? You might be feeling it right now. You're feeling it right now, actually, aren't you? Yeah? So it's a paradox. And it's just the brain wanting to keep you safe. That, that's all it is. The brain just wants to keep you safe. The brain doesn't want you to do the thing. It doesn't know that it's going to benefit you. And quite frankly, it doesn't care. Because that beneficial experience is in the future. It's only bothered about the now. And it knows that you'll experience the discomfort. It knows that you'll experience a feeling of pain and a feeling of suffering. It knows that you'll experience it. And it doesn't want you to experience it because it goes against its responsibility. It's there to protect you. So that's why it's doing it. That's why we're met with so much resistance. But the spiritual side of you is always for expansion. And that's why you're always reminded of the better version of yourself, of the better version of your life, of the things that you want and desire. That's why you're reminded of those things because that's your spirit. But that's the paradox. That's the yin and the yang. The spiritual side of you of yourself always wants you to experience more. It wants you to. It wants you to live life to the fullest. It wants you to turn up for yourself. That's what the spirit wants within you because we are spirit. We are spirit. We're not a body with a spirit. We are spirit with a body. So that's why you want things. That's why you're reminded of the better version of yourself and the better version of life. That's spirit. But that's why it's uncomfortable and that's why it's so confusing because it goes against the responsibility of the part of the brain which is designed to keep you safe. But please understand and please create this awareness that the pain that you are avoiding by not doing the thing which you know if you do will get you the result, the pain that you're avoiding isn't being avoided, it's being delayed. And the reason why you're feeling the pain and the suffering now is because you've been avoiding doing the thing. Hopefully you listen to this and it's for the other reason, that because you're doing the thing and please understand that you're feeling it because it's designed to introduce you to the next version of yourself. So that's that's the part of it. You're just building calluses right now, just like the calluses on your hand when you go to the gym and you're lifting the weights and the skin on your hand, you'll get blisters, your skin will come off, you might bleed, it'll sting, but eventually you're going to form a calluses, which is a toughened, strengthened bit of skin so that way you're not going to experience that. That's all you're going through right now. If you are going after your North Star and going after your goals, so keep going. If you're not going after a North Star, the reason why you're feeling the pain is because you're on the wrong end of the equation. So the pain can't be avoided. You're experiencing right now. That's why you're experiencing pain. So it's a paradox. So every time that you think about doing a thing, 
But then you think, oh God, I can't do that because there's a lot of that together. Ultimately, the reason why you're not doing it is because you think there's going to be pain involved. Understand, you're already feeling the pain right now by not doing it. So just do the thing. That's it. Find the thing that you want, that you are willing to suffer in the pursuit of achievement. Find it. Sit with yourself. Turn off your phone. Delete Instagram. Delete Facebook. Delete Snapchat. Delete everything. Sit with yourself with a pen and paper. Do a breathwork session. Start the breathwork session and just connect with yourself. Who am I? What do I want? What am I putting off? What am I reminded of on a day-to-day basis? Journal it. Write it down. Get it on a piece of paper. Get familiar with yourself. And then that thing, what you've written down, it might come to you straight away. It might take a day. It might take five. It might take a week, a month. It might take a year. Because if you've never taken time to be with yourself, because you've always been wrapped up in the age of digital distraction and compulsive obsession over alcohol, over drugs, over porn, over Netflix and all of this digital stimulation, right? Spend some time with yourself. Get familiar with yourself. Who am I? What am I passionate about? And that thing that you're passionate about, ask yourself, am I willing to suffer in the pursuit of the attainment of this goal, of this objective, of this thing? And if you are, and you'll know if you are, because it'll light your soul on fire, I feel like that really is when the power comes in. That's when you're going to start feeling more purpose. And that's when your pain has purpose. Your pain has purpose when you're choosing to pursue an ideal, where you're choosing to pursue a goal, where you're choosing to pursue a chief aim. And I really do believe that is the aim and the mission of life. Finding a thing that you were willing to suffer for. That might look like a family. That might look like you having a beautiful family. That might be what you're willing to suffer for. It might be to have a thriving, prosperous relationship. It might be to have an impact in your community or around the world. It might be to build schools. It might be to become a teacher. It might be to become an incredible plumber or a gas engineer. It like whatever it is, it's subjective to you. What is that thing that you were willing to suffer for? And just commit, devote your life to it and embrace the beauty in suffering when you're going after your chief aim. Because what you'll find is when you choose to learn the lessons and when you choose to endure it, you'll eventually get brought up at the other side because God's putting you what you're going through right now, not to break you, but it's to shape you. It's to mold you. It's to introduce you to the next level version of yourself that is required to get you to the next level of your life. Because that thing that you write down, that goal, that chief aim, the person who you are right now isn't the same person that's going to get you there. Because if the person who you are right now was good enough and equipped enough to get you there, you would already be there. Now, that's not saying you're not good enough, you're unlovable, you're unworthy. That's none of that. This is just real talk. You've got to grow. You've got to change. You've got to evolve. You've got to level up. That's just the requirement, right? No snowflake talk. You just the, the person who you are right now isn't good enough to get you there. You are good enough. Spiritually, you're good enough. Spiritually, you're perfect. But your current habits, your current attitude, your current thought patterns, your current way of operating and being and the way that you're making decisions isn't compatible with that next level. Because if it was, you'd already be at the next level, but you're not at the next level. You're at this level. And if this level where you're at right now isn't where you want to be, then you've got to change. 
if the level that you are at right now is where you want to be, then you probably don't need to listen to my podcast. But the fact that you are listening to my podcast tells me that you aren't where you want to be. There's a side of you where you're not satisfied with. You might be happy with your life. You might be grateful with it, but you're just not satisfied with it. You know you want more. You know you can become more. So just commit. Devote your life. Devote the waking hours that you have and the pursuit and the attainment and the achievement of that worthy ideal. Choose your suffering or else life is going to choose it for you. So I hope you found value in that. I hope you found value in that. And I really do feel like it's an important message because I think it is just so natural and instinctive for us to try and avoid the pain and not do the thing out with the avoidance of the pain, but just understanding that you can't avoid it. You can only delay it. And there's no power comes in delayed pain. No power. The power comes in choosing the pain, going through it, embracing it, allowing it to shape and mold you and going to the next level and making it through it. So I hope you found value. I hope this is what you've needed to hear. And if this is something which you needed to hear and you do feel like there's somebody else who needs to hear this, somebody might already be on that journey. You know they might be suffering. You know they might be on the journey of stepping into the next level version of themselves and they might not be sharing it with you. They might not even look like they're going through it, but understand there will be times where they are. So if you do feel like somebody's on that journey, share it with them. Share it on your social media. Share it with your friends and your family, whoever. The world needs to hear this. And if you are sharing it, I just want to send my love to you because I see you and I appreciate you and it lights my soul up whenever I say it. So thank you for that. So yeah, I hope you found value in that. So as always, I want to sign it off with a daily reminder that your mind, your mind is a creator. Actually, I, I want to break that down. What does this actually mean? Your mind is the creator, you are the observer and your life can change in an instant the moment you decide to change. What does that mean? Okay, great. So the mind of yours, how you think, that internal reality that you have within you that you will often tap into in the form of thought or drifting or imagination or dreaming, whatever it is, the mind that you have, right, that is a collective consciousness of how you think, act, and feel. It's like this collective energy. It's your paradigm, right? The mind of yours is the creator of your experience, of your reality, you are the creator of your reality. Your mind creates it, right? You are just the observer of your creation. So when you're looking at your life right now, if you get some awareness, okay, this is how I look, this is how I dress, this is my relationships, this is the job, this is my income, this is the quality of the life that I'm living right now, you've actually created that. You have actually created that, right? It might be uncomfortable to hear. It might be far-fetched and sound and woo-hoo, right? There's no power in thinking those things that actually dismisses and dissolves your power you give it to an external factor if you don't believe and understand that you are the creator there's no power in that the moment you understand that i actually am the creator of my life my mind is the creator and whenever i just open my eyes i actually observe my creation right that's what that means your mind is the creator you are the observer and understanding that at any moment in your life life can change because you can change. And when you decide to change your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your decisions, the people who you surround yourself with, the way that you use your time and your money, the, the things that you put your energy and attention into, when those things collectively change, right? Your life before your eyes will change. So that's what that means. 
Your mind is the creator. You are the observer. And your life can change in an instant. The moment that you decide to change. Big love. Peace out. See you next time.